Now, the Wealth Protection Diva is a successful entrepreneur, business owner, and premier business strategist, president and CEO of Sage International Incorporated, and a national speaker, best-selling author, and motivational teacher of financial education, business development, and wealth protection strategies, the joys and frustrations of being a business owner. Her insights are motivating, her frankness inspiring. Here is Sherry Hill. The public library is a singularly American invention. Europeans had subscription libraries for 100 years before the United States was born. But in April 1833, the good citizens of Peterborough, New Hampshire, created a radically new concept, a public library. All town residents, regardless of income, had the right to freely share the community's stored knowledge. Their only obligation was to return the information on time and in good condition, allowing others to exercise that same right. Despite their enormous popularity and widespread use, public libraries have rarely been well-funded. Everybody loves libraries, but mostly they are mute about it. Libraries are plagued by the image that we are nice, but not essential. People will defend their libraries, but only when the lights are about to go out. Now the lights are beginning to go out. U.S. cities across the nation continue to face budget shortfalls, and typically library budgets are one of the first items on the chopping block. Meanwhile, operating costs, electricity, maintenance, materials are going up. The result is that even when operating budgets remain constant, Something, books or computers or service hours, have to give. The Washoe County Library System has experienced a nearly 43% reduction in its general fund revenues since 2007, with an equivalent reduction in staffing. My guests today, all here representing the Washoe County Library System, Jeff Scott, the new director, John Crockett, Managing Librarian of the Sierra View Library, and Debbie Steers, Resources Librarian. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you, Sherry. Happy to be on the show. Well, with all the funding cuts and transformation into the digital age, let me ask this question. Are libraries still relevant? Well, they're definitely still relevant. We're getting heavy usage at all of our branches, and we're looking to clear uh, probably 2 million circulations next year of books. Um, what's happening right now is a disruption in the publishing industry. So you have the influx of ebooks, and a lot of people have been saying, well, you have ebooks, they're online. We don't need to have a public library when a public library actually provides those ebooks. And we're also getting it where it's starting to level out. So print isn't going away anytime soon, and those print books get very expensive. And so people can come in and use our, our books and materials, and they all can access online as well from home. So we're changing our roles uh, to meet the community needs. And one of the things I'm really excited about, I just started here just a few weeks in, was uh, the governor's initiative, the Read by Three. And uh, that's one of the things that libraries really do well, because if you're a woman and you're, you're pregnant, you're going to have your baby, and then you have your baby, and then where's the educational uh, aspect to that. The, the kid is not going to go into school till till six or seven. What happens in that meantime? So who gets them school ready? And a public library plays a large role with that, with our story times, early literacy initiatives, and lots of picture books. Because again, picture books are very expensive. It's they're really they're real pretty ones, and they're like twenty five dollars a pop. 
that something is going to set you back. And so it's really always been an essential piece uh, of what we do is that early literacy aspect. Awesome. Other comments on are they still relevant? I would say we're absolutely relevant. I've run into people in the community who sometimes say, oh, do we really still need a library? I get everything I need online. And yes, we're still that source for books, for magazines, for periodicals. We have lots of reference resources, but we extend way beyond that. So our library never shuts down. Our internet branch is open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. If you get a new iPad for Christmas and you're looking for an ebook to read on it, you can go right to our Washoe County Library website and with your library card, download one of the latest bestsellers, read a magazine online. Um, So even if our doors are closed in, in the evening or on a holiday, our library is still open. I absolutely agree with Debbie. Uh, The library has been transforming to continue to be relevant in people's lives. And it's a really unique place. Uh, There's, you know, you can you can go to Starbucks and get your work done or or another cafe, but there is no commercial free, uh, free space available to all residents of Washoe County like the library. Yeah, well, and one of the things I dig about libraries is, besides the historical perspective, is just walking into these rooms full of books. And what that says is, you know, we're an educated society. There's obviously a lot of a lot of people that have a lot to say, right? And I don't know of any place else where you can go into a more calm and relaxed atmosphere. Right. <laughs> well, it's 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 other aspects of that too, where you have a calm, relaxed atmosphere. But we also have a very boisterous kind of atmosphere as well, because we welcome children to come in. They come in for our story times. They get excited about our books, and they get really excited about those sorts of things. We've actually had patrons come in and request quiet spaces. So we have parts in the library that we can dedicate, like in Sparks, where it's kind of in the back away from the children's section. We can, you know, sit there and you can read or get on the laptop and do your research. But libraries have actually been quite loud and boisterous. And so we're trying to create uh, more quiet spaces for people because they have that balance. So, so that old shh all the time. Yeah, that shush is- has gone out the window. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't shushed in a long time, so... Yeah. But one of, one of the really neat things, too, is that one of the programs that John's working is this MT1 program that gets this manufacturing certificate. So even though we think of libraries as books and, and maybe uh, nice study spaces, we're actually doing stuff to help the economic engine of the local economy. Um, so you have, um, you know, lots of companies that shall not be named. I think, is it okay to name it now? Because just I'm a few weeks in and some people aren't saying you can name it. But manufacturing jobs are coming into the area and the library's playing a role in getting people certified through the Manufacturers Association so that when they go apply for that job, they already have the certification to do it, increases their chances of getting that job and helps the business um, get things turned around quickly so they don't have to do as much training. So. Right. But I mean, you know, that, that's reality though when I, you know, in my intro I talked about the budget cuts and I know that you guys must have lobbyists and people that are down there banging on the legislature's doors to go, this isn't where you want to make cuts. And I mean, what are some of your arguments for why we still need the library system? We really take community purchasing power. So um, if, if you look at some of our resources, it's easy to think, well, I can afford to buy a $25 book at Costco. Why should I pay taxes for the library to support it? But when we look at what we can do, we get fabulous discounts. We make all of our products available to everybody in the community for no charge whatsoever. So we really level that playing field. We allow people to try things on um, that you may not you may not like. You can take home a stack of books and maybe only 
two of the books in your stack are authors that you would ever want to read again, but it lets you try things on without a big commitment and really opens your door to a whole new world. It's also something positive for the county as well. And this is this is actually the pitch I usually do to county managers, is that a public library is one of your most positive aspects of county services. And oftentimes, most people, when they associate with local government, it's uh, police and fire, which it's great when you have to do, when you deal with them and, they, and they've come after you've maybe been mugged or they've come after you've had a fire or some kind of emergency thing. And it's kind of a negative thing that you've had to do and someone's rescued you where when you come into the library, it's already a positive thing. There's not a negative connotation that goes with that. We're open more hours than most county services are. We're open in the evenings. And the, uh, we have facilities throughout the county that the county doesn't have. And we're providing that extra resource to the community, community spaces, book spaces, um, all kinds of resources that you can have just by having the building there as well. So, mm-hmm. so John, I mean, you you do the Sierra View Library. Is that where you're? That's right, inside yeah. the Reno Town Mall. When we think about who's coming to the library and, you know, I can go into a Barnes & Noble or shop online in Amazon and it's just packed and crowded and all of that, who's coming into the library? I mean, why is this a critical service for our county? Well, our patronage is very diverse. Um, we're used by people across the socioeconomic spectrum and geographically across the county. And uh, at Sierra View, we're unique. We have a lot of young families in the neighborhoods right around our branch. We're very centrally located on a bus line. We're close to some other social, social services like Access Health Nevada and Job Connect, as well as uh, Division of Welfare and Social Services. So uh, we're very close to a lot of other agencies, and we get a lot of referrals from them as well. So in addition to the young families coming in from the neighborhoods and uh, workers from the local casinos, we see a lot of job seekers um, coming in to apply, uh, submit a resume. And that's uh, our main service at Sierra View is public computing and also public instruction, helping folks uh, to, to use the computer who may not know how to apply online. All right. And, you know, for me personally, I'm passionate about reading and making sure that kids learn to read. I can't imagine a life without reading, right? And so I'm guessing that some of your passionate pleas around why the library system needs to exist is that people need to learn how to read. And if you systemically look at what are a lot of the problems with poverty and everything else, if you take a child who never learns to read, who becomes a parent who does not read, to the parent who does not read, to the child who now is not getting benefit of reading, we know systemically this is one of the core critical missing links to how we solve greater good. And it's not only not knowing how to read, it's really embracing it as part of your life and feeling comfortable with it. Um, I have three teenage children, and when mine were young, nighttime stories were just a part of our routine. Every night I'd crawl in bed, read them a story or two stories or three stories, and it was so much fun to watch them come alive. I happened to be married to an English professor and said, how come you don't read to the kids at bedtime? Does it not seem important to you? And his response was so telling and so told me how important it is what we do in libraries because he said, you know, I don't feel comfortable reading out loud. I'm really self-conscious when I read out loud. And I realized here's somebody who has a PhD in English. If anybody should feel comfortable with the, the spoken word, it should be him. And yet I realized it's intimidating. Even if you're a fluent reader to yourself, 
speaking out loud um, and reading the, the written word can be intimidating. And so I realized in doing programming with children of not only are we providing children with access to books and in, in story time, opening up a, a storybook to them, but we're also modeling for the parents of what literacy instruction looks like. And so I try to model that of sometimes I come across a word I have no idea how to pronounce, and I don't know how you say this word out loud. I'm just going to say it like that. Both to model for the parents, it's fine not to know how to pronounce a word, how to stumble over something, how to accidentally skip a page, or if you're really tired at bedtime, hope that you can get by with slipping a couple of pages <laughs> right. in the book. <laughs> I'm going to pick up with you when we come back we have to go to break this is brett simmons from reno nevada you're listening to the fantastic sherry hill show sherry hill is important to me because she is the real deal thank you sherry sage international incorporated fosters the entrepreneurial spirit by first educating our clients in fact we wrote the best-selling book incorporate and get rich as recommended by Robert Kiyosaki in his bestseller, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. For over 20 years, we've taught thousands of business owners, investors, professionals, and entrepreneurs how to properly structure their business and personal assets to avoid the three flaming arrows of challenge, income taxes, liability exposure, probate and death taxes. Call Sage International Incorporated at 1-800-254-5779 to set up a free 30-minute consultation. That's 1-800-254-5779. Sage International. I'm Brian Cassidy, owner of Junk King Reno. We know you like a clean house and a clean yard, but sometimes things are too big, too heavy, or too much. That's when you should call us Junk King Reno. We're the professionals in the junk and rubbish removal business. Our team comes to your home to pick up what you need to dispose of. You don't need to gather and haul it to the curb. We recycle and donate everything possible before we visit a landfill. We're fully insured and bonded. Call Junk King Reno, 888-888-JUNK. Junk King Reno, locally owned and operated. This is Billy Riggs, author of Megatudes and the world's only disillusionist. You are listening to The Sherry Hill Show. Sherry Hill is the wealth protection diva. When we think of libraries, we tend to think of books, and rightly so. Public libraries are by far our largest bookstores, and a majority of the 2.5 billion items checked out are still books. Indeed, for every two books sold in America, one book is borrowed from the public library. But libraries are much more than bookstores. About 30% of the people who visit libraries don't borrow books or even DVDs. For a greater number of people than we might care to believe, the library serves as a warm and dry sanctuary, a place they can sit without fear of being bothered. For others, it is a refuge from loneliness, a place full of hustle and bustle where you can attend a concert or hear a lecture or read a magazine free of charge. So I want to talk about this other side of the public library, which is providing a dynamic, versatile community center for those who most need it, along with the evolution that most libraries find themselves in, which is centers of instruction to help people navigate through a maze of electronic information and resources. 
My guests today, all here representing the Washoe County Library System, are Jeff Scott, the new director, John Crockett, managing librarian of the Sierra View Library in Renotown Mall, and Debbie Steers, resources librarian. Well, welcome. Thank you, Sherry. Happy to be on the show. So in our last segment, I want to kind of finish up with you, Jeff, because, uh, you know, when I was talking about you're the new director of the whole system and really talking about the, you know, the passion that I have for reading and everything, whenever I make contributions or a lot of my donations are around reading, getting books into the hands of young people. And so Debbie jumped in and shared a great story, but I want to hear your take on why the library system is still relevant and why it matters that kids learn how to read. Well, it's certainly important uh, for kids to know how to read, and I think that um, most studies have shown that uh, the, they get the educational attainment more from a lot of print books than they do from phone. And uh, libraries are still shifting to have developing their own apps, their own reading apps, and providing other resources such as computer instruction and uh, internet access. A lot of times people don't have these simple things that we take for granted. Um, they can come in and get access to those things. Awesome. So when we talk about the, you know, the other side of the system, and I know you guys do a lot of, there's programs, there's storytelling. So who wants to talk about what, what can I expect if I walk into the library today? <laughs> Well, uh, recently, if you walked into the Sierra View Library, you would uh, come in the entrance and you'd see a music station uh, just to your right. We have uh, a grant-funded program called an Idea Box uh, that is an interactive display rotating between the libraries. So each library has a different display. Uh, we had the, the music station where you could try out a drum set, a real guitar, and bass. Uh, as well as a keyboard, and they all had headphones, um, so you could be in your own little world. And we actually had full families sitting down and playing together. It was amazing to see. And while that's going on, you have uh, kids on computers playing games or doing homework. You have folks uh, browsing DVDs and Blu-rays. You have uh, library staff assi assisting patrons with ebooks and and tablets uh, to get library resources on those. And then you have uh, lots of folks on computers, uh, whether on their own devices, uh, using our Wi-Fi, or on our own computers, creating resumes. Uh, applying for jobs. So it's a really dynamic uh, kind of happening environment um, with th that discovery element as well. So we have these these interactive displays, uh, beautiful galleries, and, and interactive programs. So it's a uh, yeah, very dynamic environment. Hmm. So other events or happenings that I should be aware of as a member of the community, because honest to gosh, the last time I went to the library was the downtown library. I love that downtown library, but it's been a while. I saw my library card, so I'm kind of out of touch. What else could I expect to, to experience? Well, you know, we've always been in the business of connecting people with the information they seek. And so there's that perception of, gee, I can get everything I need on Google. Why do I need the library anymore? And really, the best thing that we have to offer is... We don't have an agenda. We're not trying to sell something. We are still there matching people up with their information needs in a very non-risky way. 
So <clears throat> people come in, for example, one of the products that we've launched this year is lynda.com, which is the big name in computer and technology and business instruction. So with your Washoe County Library card, you can throw away your subscription to lynda.com that you were paying $25 a month for. And you have access, you just log on through the library website with your library card, and you have access to all of those same instructional videos that you did with a paid subscription. So we've done our research, we have found this is the best resource for finding that kind of information online, and we wanna be able to offer this to everybody in our community. Hmm. So how do you guys figure out, like really determine what is that next evolution of what the library should be providing, you know, looking at the community, so how do you figure that out? I love it when people ask that, well, why do I still need a library? Aren't you just a, a warehouse of dusty old books that nobody <laughs> reads? Because it really is our job to go out, listen to our community. What information needs do you have? And how can we be the facilitators for connecting you with the information? So we're not the teachers. Um, you know, it hasn't changed a whole lot in, in the 20 plus years that I've been in libraries. So 20 years ago, somebody might have come and said, my washing machine doesn't work. How do I fix it? And I could get them to, the, I, could, I knew how to ask the questions, how to find them the resources that would show them how to learn how to fix that. And it's really very much still the same. So it's, you know, gee, my kid said I needed an iPad and I just got one. I don't know the first thing about it. People are bringing their devices into the desk and we're helping them navigate that. Hmm. Yeah, I really agree with Debbie. It's uh, the citizens of Washoe County that drive what we offer at the library. Um, a couple of years ago, we had a lot of folks asking for computer classes. There was very few places in town where someone could get basic computer instruction. And these were adults who had been out of the workforce and then uh, had to re-enter and had to do everything online. They had to apply for unemployment online, look for jobs online. Uh, things like that. So the library stepped in and began offering basic computer classes. And now we've found the need to be more around job seekers. And so we have the lynda.com subscription. We have resume workshops at Sierra View Library. We have another online resource called Job Now, where you can get a resume reviewed. It has a, a resume wizard uh, software, so it's easy to create one. They review it and get back to you within 24 hours with suggestions on how to improve it. And there's also a live interview coach where you can um, you do an online chat uh, with a, a career expert based in the U.S., and you tell them a little bit about the job, and they ask you some interview questions to get you in the frame of mind to be able to, to give a good interview. Hmm. So, Jeff, you're new here to the I'm library system. I'm learning a lot from the librarians, too, <laughs> so I prepared notes. But, you know, the education from, from the staff is fantastic. They're doing yeah. such innovative things, and it's heartening to see all the things we can do for the community. I think one of the big things we need to start doing is getting out there and getting people more aware of the kind of services that we can provide. And I think that's the biggest thing that, that I've seen when you talk to people. Some people don't, aren't as aware of the library as they, as they, could, as they should be. So we're going to work on a marketing plan. We actually uh, just uh, finished a marketing plan to millennials to target them, uh, do some more social media, get in the newspaper more often for the programs that we provide. Because as you can hear, it's great stuff, but not enough people know about it. And that's one of the big things we need to work on. I know I'm getting excited. I yes. want to get my library. I still carry it in my wallet. I have my library card, but it's time to get back into the library. And, you know, when you think about... You know, all the choices, like you say, if your target's going to be millennials, especially those that aren't quite 21 yet, where's a great place that they could go and potentially hang out, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> 
And so what is some of the ideas you have to be able to target that generation to get them off the streets and to, you know, encourage them to maybe pick up a book? Well, a lot of what we're doing, too, is having this third place kind of situation. So it's not home, it's not work, or it's not at school, but this third place and creating those spaces. So if you go, for instance, to the South Valley's library, you have this beautiful facility with ample parking, with beautiful views, nice big windows. And for the teens, you have their own space. They have their books in the space. They have these great uh, board games that they have and something you can just sit there and be there all day. And so the idea is that after school, they have a place that they can go and be a place that's safe. So they're getting education. They have access to materials. They have access to the Internet and access to study materials and databases that we can provide. So it's a matter of getting to that market and making sure they know the library's here, the, the safe place, that safe third place for them to come. Well, and it just sounds like what a great uh, outing for a family. Yeah, it, where it, we see a lot of families come in after work in school at Sierra View, and it's great to see the kids playing games and working on homework while mom and dad are browsing or relaxing and reading. Uh, it's a it's a great family place. And I love to see people who haven't been in the library for a number of years and come in and, you know, they say, um, the last time I used a library, you still had a card catalog. I don't see that any, <laughs> anywhere. And to just be able to, to walk with them and, and see all the ways that libraries have changed and have stayed relevant. I'm going to pick up my conversation with Jeff Scott, Debbie Steers, and John Crockett, all here representing the Washoe County Library System. And if you want to learn more about what is going on at the library, then you want to check them out online at their website. WashoeCountyLibrary.us. We'll be right back. Sage International Incorporated fosters the entrepreneurial spirit by first educating our clients. In fact, we wrote the best-selling book, Incorporate and Get Rich, as recommended by Robert Kiyosaki in his bestseller, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. For over 20 years, we've taught thousands of business owners, investors, professionals, and entrepreneurs how to properly structure their business and personal assets to avoid the three flaming arrows of challenge, income taxes, liability exposure, probate and death taxes. Call Sage International Incorporated at 1-800-254-5779 to set up a free 30-minute consultation. That's 1-800-254-5779. Sage International. Hello, I'm Andy from Junk King Reno. Why would you call us instead of doing it yourself? There's lots of good reasons. Our team comes to your home to pick up what you need to dispose of. You don't need to gather or haul all your stuff to the curb. We can pick it up from your home and haul it away quickly. We recycle and donate everything possible before we visit a landfill. Call Junk King Reno, 888-888-JUNK. We're the professionals in the junk and rubbish removal business, and we're fully licensed and bonded. And you don't have to wait in a long line at a landfill or transfer station. Call Junk King Reno, 888-888-JUNK. Junk King Reno, locally owned and operated. Call Junk King Reno, 888-888-JUNK. This is Dwayne Cummings, author of The Sensational Salesman. You are listening to The Sherry Hill Show. Sherry Hill is sensational and amazing. If you have comments about today's show or any questions, please email sherry at sherryhillshow.com. Forget what you know about the library of the 20th century. 
You know, those dark places with clunky microform machines fossilizing in the basement and with rows of encyclopedias standing perfectly alphabetized in denial of their obsolescence. Forget all of that. The library as a warehouse of information is an outdated concept. The library of the 21st century is a community workshop, a hub filled with the tools of the knowledge economy. My guests today, all here representing the Washoe County Library System, are Jeff Scott, the new director, John Crockett, managing librarian of the Sierra View Library, and Debbie Steers, resources librarian. So, let's address the burning question of, is the Washoe County Library System evolving from just a warehouse of information into what we need in the 21st century? Absolutely, Sherry. So, so we we started with the basic computer classes a, a few years ago, and the library has always been a place of in, instruction uh, when it comes to literacy. And now it's a little bit more digital literacy. So we had the computer classes, which then evolved into our resume workshops, and now we're taking uh, the next step to do uh, some real workforce development type instruction. And beginning in January. Uh, Washington County Library System will offer a Manufacturing Technician 1 certification. And this is a, a, a course and assessment that leads to uh, the MT1 certification, which is uh, an accept, uh, industry-wide accepted credential for advanced manufacturing. So if someone wanted to work at one of these uh, new employers coming to town, this would be a fantastic thing to have on your resume. Um, and it teaches... Uh, a couple different areas, areas of uh, math and measurement, spatial reasoning in manufacturing technology, and also quality control and business acumen. So it gives a great foundation uh, for things like operating precision machinery and also troubleshooting, uh, project management, statistics, uh, things like that. Um, and folks can build on this certification so they can uh, go on to get a, a next level and continue on in their workforce development that started at the library. So this is a great way for me to find out if this is an area that maybe would pique my interest to see if it's something I want to further pursue. Is there a cost to me? There is. It's The cost is $300 to the library, and we're splitting it with the student. So it's 150 for the student with the library uh, paying the rest. This is uh, grant-funded uh, through EDON, the Economic uh, Development Authority of Western Nevada. And we have uh, room for 10 students in this first round of classes beginning in January. It goes from January through May. And we're the, the second library in the country to do this, Carson City Library being the first. Hmm, interesting. And so where would I go to find out more information if I wanted to take that class? You can find out more information on our website, washoecountylibrary.us. We're going to have an application form set up uh, in the very near future, sometime this week. And they can also uh, call the library uh, or come into the Sierra View Library, and we'll give you some more information. Mm. So pretty exciting. 
and what's nice that Edon is is supporting that regard because they're the ones bringing all these companies to the state. So good that they're on the uh, backside to help people really prepare to get those better paying jobs, I would guess. So is this something when you talk about, you know, what are the needs of the community? Because obviously every library system throughout the United States communities are different. Absolutely. And so, Jeff, I'm not sure where did you come from? Did you come out of the library system? or? Well, I, I yeah. came, my last job was the director of the Berkeley Public Library. So a lot of the Bay Area companies are looking to go into other areas as the place gets more expensive. Looking at other places to land, Nevada is really ideal for that because you have a, a positive business environment. You have cheaper land and it's easier to operate. And as the econ- economic system starts to meld together, um, you're going to have a lot of shared resources there. So I'm really excited about working with Edon um, for, to get some of this excitement going. Uh, we have the ideation we just talked about this morning, which is an ASU program in innovation, getting more intra- entrepreneur classes to so get more people starting their own businesses in the area, all connected to um, University of Nevada, Reno, and then the new companies that are coming in. So it's all it's all pretty exciting. We're right in the middle of it. So is that part of what the library system looks at then is, you know, really it's all community based, right? Exactly. And so what's happening here that's not happening in Berkeley anymore or Chattanooga, Tennessee, right? Right. right? To exactly. really go, what do we need? How can we step up our role to support uh, the economic development and workforce development? Yeah, it's looking at national trends and seeing how they apply locally. So the MT1 is a great idea of that. Well, that's a national program that we're looking at. Whoa, gee, we have these manufacturing companies coming in. We want to track them. And a library is going to certify that. And what's interesting about that that's really unique is libraries, as John said, uh, we often have computer classes and, uh, and those sorts of things, but there's no certification aspect to that. So I can go in and I said, I took a computer class at a library, and that looks nice on a resume, but having a certification adds that much more depth to it, and it gives that, that person that much more employability in the workforce. Hmm. Interesting. And adds to the return on investment from the, the employer. When folks uh, apply with certifications and degrees, they tend to stay longer with the company. So it's better for the employer as well. Hmm. I like it. I like where the library is going. <laughs> All right. That's good to hear. <laughs> so it's evolving. And so for you know people listening to the show that, like myself, we probably haven't been into a library for quite some time. I mean, what are some of the other cool things that you guys are doing or adapting or evolving into? Like, could I go to the library and, you know, find a 3D printer? Well, we're, we're going in that direction. We're developing maker spaces at many of our facilities so people can come in and kids can come in and start playing with different things. The, the music program was part of that. And so just kind of getting people really excited about that. We're getting connected with, uh, this, with the kids as they get school ready, getting them ready for Common Core, getting them ready for STEAM education and uh, doing the early science along with the early literacy. And you're going to start seeing that at the libraries more and more, getting them ready because that's the short-term, long-term, getting kids learning to read, getting them to learn about uh, science and how things work will help them in the future so they'll have better skills for, for the workforce. So, And we're looking at who can we partner with to get the word out there and to share resources. So we have a big initiative going with the school district. Last year we started a program of reaching out to every first grade student in Washoe County schools and getting them a library card. We have um, a program called Tumble Books that's an online reading program that you can read picture books, have them read aloud to you. Some of them are animated. 
we are rolling out access to all of our elementary schools and middle schools in Washoe County that they can ha- provide access at school and also send kids home with that same access. Hmm. I like that partnering with the community and certainly the school district. That's kind of a no-brainer, yeah. right? But what are how could businesses get more involved with supporting the library system? Well, we really look at it as a two-way street. We want to support businesses. So part of what we're doing is getting out there, talking to the business community, the startup community, and saying, what do you need? Trying to learn what is it that businesses need that we're already doing and that we can help them with. So we talked about we've got the lynda.com subscription that we can provide for people. Reference USA is a fabulous database. As a matter of fact, During the economic downturn, we didn't have it. We tried to go with a cheaper version, and we got lots of requests of, do you have Reference USA? This is the product that I want to use. For people who don't know what it is, it is the industry leader in business information. They have a a database of 24 million businesses, 235 million consumers, and through that database, you can research companies, create a business plan, find new customers. I have a trainer with the company who is happy to come in and work with us, both training staff and how can we deal with folks as they come in, but also happy to partner with business groups to provide training for them. All right. And I know that, you know, obviously through all the budget cuts and all of that, volunteerism, you have the Friends of the Washoe County Library, which maybe we'll hit on in our, our last segment. But again, from the business community where, you know, A lot of companies want to be able to put their staff inside of an area where they can give back a little bit. Does the the library system need volunteers? We always need volunteers. We love volunteers. We have a very active friends group. They support us tremendously. I I can't believe what they do with a volunteer force. Um, One of the things that I have a a part in is we maintain an Amazon wish list. So if you're at our website, washoecountylibrary.us, you can go on to the Amazon wish list and we keep a list of 75 books that we would love to add to our collection. Some of them are a bit more esoteric than what we might feel like we can justify buying. So if somebody purchase this, that book through Amazon. It's shipped directly to our technical services department, added to our collection, and you get a nice thank you note in the mail. When you think about the Washoe County Library System, the infrastructure is there. It's been paid for, right? So what a great resource to be able to go, let's, let's make sure it stays here, but what do we need to do as a community to make sure it evolves into the 21st century, right? <laughs> That's right. And then, uh, as uh, Debbie was saying, the Friends of the Washoe County Library, they take donations. They contributed $125,000 this year to the library. They have their annual book sale coming up uh, January 9th to the 17th coming up. And so that's a big way to help um, either come to the book sale, make contributions to the Friends, uh, and also talk to the county commissioners, talk about how important the library is to them, and um, that it's an important uh, resource that they need. Mm-hmm. And use your library. So one of the things that we do is we keep careful statistics of how many people come through our doors, how many people attend our programs, and how many items are checked out. So if if your card is getting dusty in your wallet, maybe it's time to come into the library and see what we have going on, and you're sure to find something new to check out. You can go see John at the Sierra View. That's probably the second highest circulation, I think, in the whole system. Uh, at Sierra View, so that's a heavily used library right there. Right. And there's how many libraries? Twelve in the county. 
Okay. From Incline Village all the way up to Gerlach, uh, with branches in Northwest Reno, uh, Spanish Springs, South Valleys, um, and lots of convenient options as well. You can go online, request books, have them uh, available for pickup at a particular particular library. We have 24-hour book drops. Uh, downtown Reno has a whole pickup locker where you can pick up uh, items after hours. So if you have items available, you give a call over to downtown Reno, tell them you want it in the locker. You can Stop right on the corner, jump out of your car, grab your stuff, and go within seconds. And even some of the libraries have drive-through windows too, so they drive-through service as well, so they can pick up their holds that way and not get out of the car. Ah, on those snowy days. Well, when I was in elementary school, my next door neighbor was the school librarian, so there was no way I was not going to the library, right? <laughs> because every day she'd be like, "Sherry." And so I ended up working in the library with her, and it just that's why I have such a fascination for books. And if you see my office, it looks like a library. Wonderful. So, Very nice. <laughs> I'm going to finish up with Jeff Scott, Debbie Steers, and John Crockett, all here representing our Washoe County Library System. This is John Crockett, Managing Librarian of the Sierra View Library. This is Jeff Scott, Director for the Washoe County Library System. This is Debbie Steers, Resources Librarian at Washoe County Library System. You're listening to The Sherry Hill Show. The Sherry Hill Show is fantastic. High-level thinkers listen to The Sherry Hill Show. Sherry Hill is the wealth protection diva. Why should you do business with Sage International Incorporated instead of filing a corporation or LLC on your own? Or worse, using one of those $99 plus state fee sites? Well, first, you actually get to talk with someone who is going to work directly with you to develop a business strategy that is tailored specifically to the business you want to start. Second, unless you know what questions to ask, how do you know if the entity you choose will actually do everything you think it should? Like protect your assets and significantly reduce your taxes. For over 20 years, Sage International Incorporated has helped thousands of business owners put the proper foundation under their dream. If you want to get started on the right business track, schedule your free 30-minute consultation today. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779. Or visit sageintl.com. I'm Brian Cassidy, owner of Junk King Reno. We know you like a clean house and a clean yard, but sometimes things are too big, too heavy, or too much. That's when you should call us Junk King Reno. We're the professionals in the junk and rubbish removal business. Our team comes to your home to pick up what you need to dispose of. You don't need to gather it and haul it to the curb. We recycle and donate everything possible before we visit a landfill. We're fully insured and bonded. Call Junk King Reno, 888-888-JUNK. Junk King Reno, locally owned and operated. Are you tired of attending meetings that waste your time and not getting the results you want? This is Ruth Urban, Certified Professional Facilitator at the Urban Group. I'm on the Sherry Hill Show next weekend, Saturday at 5 p.m. and Sunday at 8 a.m. on 99.1 FM Talk. Professional facilitators save organizations time, money, and frustration. Tune in to the Sherry Hill Show next weekend. If you missed any part of today's show and would like to listen to the podcast, please visit SherryHillShow.com. Today, three outstanding guests with me to talk about the Washoe County Public Library System. 
Jeff Scott, the new director, Debbie Steers, resources librarian, and John Crockett, who is the managing librarian at Sierra View Library, located in Reno Town Mall. Our library system, I know that there's a lot of people who think we don't need them anymore. Obviously, when it comes down to funding for libraries, you guys always seem to be on the chopping block. I know we had a big drama around the library closing up off Duncan Trainer on yes, Cargo Drive, one. which is still open. Yes, thank you. And so there's a lot of ways that we can support our public library system. If you are an avid reader or someone who believes in the power of reading, then we need libraries because guess what? Not everybody gets to go and shop at Barnes & Noble. Not everybody has access to a computer to buy or download books online, and we need the place for them to be able to go and experience, right, life. That's right. Absolutely. And like you said, <laughs> not only reading, but life goes beyond reading. So we're there to serve people who don't even like books or like reading. So you can get the latest DVD Blu-ray movie, CD, um, we really try to enrich the cultural experience of the community. There's right. something there for everyone. One of the things I really like to see is when the kids come up to the checkout counter and they have all these books and, the, and they say, can I get all these books? And the mom says, yes, like all these books. And they like, they use the self-check because it makes a little zing and it's like hitting the jackpot for the little kid. They love that. Mm-hmm. That's like probably our biggest patrons for the self-check are the little kids who get to go check out their own books. So they we're not that. doing, I when I did it way back when, it was little stamps in the book. We no more stamps. It's all electronic now. <laughs> but you guys have evolved way beyond, as we've been talking about, just checking out books and things like that. You're really moving into a lot of education. And so what are some of the things that we could expect to have access to in 2016, this new year, for how do I be, you know, I think you mentioned I, if I want to start a business. We do. So one of the things that's really exciting in Reno is we've been through a hard time. We know that we've we've made it through and we're rebuilding our community. And part of what we're seeing happening is this emergence of the startup community. And people are really excited about how can I start new businesses? So we have found a program. We have a grant through the Institute of Museum and Library Services that gives us a partnership with um, the Cube in Midtown that we're working with Arizona State University. We have sent a library staff person, the Cube has sent a staff person to develop an entrepreneurship outreach network. And so we will have a series of facilitated workshops. Like I mentioned earlier, we're not the teachers. We don't have the expertise on library staff to really teach you how do you start a business. What we're good at is how do we vet the best resources in the community and bring them together with the folks who are in need of that information. And so this will be a combination of a series of courses. Some components will be done online, and then we'll be doing what we do best, which is bringing folks together and sharing information and seeing where where it leads us. Now, will that be offered in every library or just one library or? We're, we're working on it. So we are a library system with 12 different points of service. And so we don't want to choose just one location that everybody has to go to, that we really want to try to share it around the county and make it accessible to everyone. Even Gerlach? 
even Gerlach. We we make. I'm trying to figure out where the library in Gerlach is. It's in the school there. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> and we actually just sent a big package uh, for the kids there who go to school. The Santa was so we, there was library staff to put little baskets together for the students that go to the school there, and then they really loved that. So it's kind of one of the little things you don't think about is that we put a we have a Santa that goes around to all of our branches, and a lot of times you think. Well, you know, a lot of times these kids don't have access to a mall and can get, get to it to see Santa, and now we're providing a Santa to them. So it's kind of an example of all kinds of ways we serve the community and do kind of really creative things that are fun. And, that you know, I always love the Santa program. So Yes. So the Friends of the Library, part of what they gave funding to do was to increase Internet access for folks in Gerlach. And it ended up that the, the Burning Man folks – paid for much of that. And we had leftover money. And one of the things that we heard from folks in Gerlach is they have to drive a long distance to get everywhere. So they love their books on tape. Well, if you've been a user of books on, I call them books on tape, books on CD, you know that it's it's kind of cumbersome because one book may consist of 12 different CDs. So now we have downloadable audiobooks. You can download them right to your iPhone or any smartphone and listen to it on one device rather than having to keep changing CDs in the car. So we use the leftover funds to increase our holdings of audio book, downloadable audio that are now available to the whole county. Hmm. What are some other programs? I'm getting excited to go back to the library. What else should I, should I be looking forward to? Let's see our view library. We have a great uh, spring financial estate planning series, uh, which is free and uh, folks can take advantage of expertise from lawyers and estate planners um, to, to plan out their wills and trust and get a lot of information uh, with estate planning. And that'll begin in March in Sierra View, at Sierra View Library. Hmm. Awesome. If you have any seniors in your listening audience, the county has focused on expanding services to our senior population. We have a library at the Senior Center at the 9th Street Complex, and we've just undergone a big remodel. One of the things that we learned is seniors really want computer classes, and so we have installed a computer lab. We have shrunk our our um, materials collection. So what you think of as traditional library of books and DVDs and, and CDs is smaller, but smaller doesn't mean that there's less for you to find. We made sure that it's the most up-to-date, in-demand material that they have, and the, the response has been overwhelming. Right. Just very quickly, let's talk about the Friends of the Washoe County Library System. This is a, a separate volunteer organization, correct? That's right. And it's a, it's a nonprofit, 501c3. So what's nice about that is that if you want to contribute to the library, do a, a financial contribution, if you give it to the friends, then you can write it off your taxes as well. And that they provide, um, as I said before, $125,000 a year to library services. It goes to collections, goes to technology, goes to new programs. Uh, they pay for the summer reading program that we have for kids every year. And it's uh, really exciting and it's really heartening to see how much kind of support we get from the community. Well, and I'm sure you'd like to see, you know, lots of generations involved in the Friends of the library system, right? Absolutely. Absolutely yes. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, we're, we're running out of time, not just yet, but I want to make sure that we cover, you know, what are the myths that are out there? Why would people today, everything I've learned today, I'm excited about the library system and what you guys are evolving into. So what is it you want to make sure our listeners walk away with today? 
Well, we want the the listeners to come in to the library for for one thing, because you'll learn so much as coming in. We're open seven days a week. Usually, most of the libraries are t- Tuesday through Saturday. We're actually expanding our hours. You can go to downtown Reno on Sunday afternoons. So if you're running your errands, you can stop by there. Um, and so that's once you step in, you realize all the things that you're missing, and you won't see that. And even if you don't come in, um, if you go online to our website, WashtoCountyLibrary.us, um, you can get a vir- virtual tour of each of our branches, and you can see that beauty just from your own computer and see everything that you're missing. So just go to the website, take a look, and see all the things you can get. Well, one of the things that I learned on this show is that when I go into the library, I'm not going to be told to shush because <laughs> apparently I can go sure. down there as a family and create a band. Yes, there you right? go. rock out. <laughs> <laughs> and so, Debbie, what are what are some of the other things that you want to make, you know, people aware of so that they get excited? And whenever that, uh, you know, budget cut conversation comes up again, people go, no, no, let's not go there. I feel really excited about all the resources that we have to offer. And, you know, it's almost like stump me. See if I can't find something that we have that you don't want. Maybe people don't know that we already have it. But, you know, have that conversation, and I can pretty much guarantee you're going to leave with something. The, the thing I love is, is the possibility. Um, you know, so you could get your library card and log into lynda.com and create a marketing plan and then go to Reference USA and put that marketing plan into place and start, you know, contacting potential customers. Um, I just love that things, you know, can really take off at the library. And, you know, it might be a business thing. It might be learning a new language before you take that that trip to an amazing place um, or or just getting a travel guide and, and finding that great trip to take in 2016. So I love the possibility at the library. I like where that conversation is going because I have traveled the globe through books. And so my heart and my passion is to get books in the hands of children to make sure that they get the opportunity for those possibilities and the ability to dream, right? This is about dreaming through books. Mm, absolutely. <laughs> and and we want those little readers to grow up and, and start a business and get a job and bring their kids to the libraries. And that's what makes for a, a healthy community. All right. Now, I'm looking at the two of you. You know, most people, when they think of librarians, they think of, you know, elderly, gray-haired women. But that's not what I'm seeing here. You're both young. (laughs) You're my new favorite person. (laughs) So the library's hip is what I'm saying. It's hip. It's happening. (laughs) And the neat thing is, librarians, it's rare that someone grows up wanting to become a librarian. We all come from widely different backgrounds, and that's part of the expertise that, that we bring to the job. If somebody wants to learn about everything happening and exciting and all these courses and classes and offerings that you have, where would you like them to go? Well, what I'd like for you to do is walk through our doors and come into one of the libraries. If you can't do that, you can first check out our website, which is washoecountylibrary.us. All right. And if anyone had a particular question or a thought or an opinion about the library system, Jeff, are you the guy now they should be calling? They can call me. <laughs> you can go to the website and find my email address and shoot me an email or pop into the downtown Reno Library. My office is there. Come, uh, come by and see me and we'll chat. The library system is glad that you're here. You're going to bring in some new thoughts, I'm yeah, guessing. Yeah, and- I'm really excited to be here. And, and all the support that's already here for Washoe County Libraries is really great and I hope to continue that support. All right. So... I guess the next thing is if you don't have a library card, go get one. And if you do have a library card, 
then let's meet there and have some fun. Perfect. That sounds great. (laughs) All right. We've got to go. And with that, I want to thank Jeff Scott, Debbie Steers, and John Crockett, all here representing the Washoe County Public Library System. And it is here for all of us. It is here in our community. And if you want it to stay here, you got to support it. The Sherry Hill Show values the role we play in supporting the economic engine driving this country. Small business, the backbone of America. Send her a message on Facebook.com slash Sherry Hill Show. And tune in next week, same time, same station, for The Sherry Hill Show.